y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream, the podcast. This show broadcasts out of New York City. We are your hosts, Cortez NYC and Carla de Puerto Rico. And on this show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist. And I'm a singer. And this is episode 95, The Art of Songwriting, with special guest Leandra McNair. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify, and on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. And I want to give a shout out to all our listeners out there around the world, everybody going through these tough times. I hope everybody's staying safe, staying home. Stay positive, stay hopeful. Toda esa gente por allá que nos escuchan, Argentina. En Chile, en España, en México. En Puerto Rico, República Dominicana, en Canadá, en Miami. En Colombia. En, en Colombia también, en Venezuela. En New Jersey. All right, all right, all right. This is enough. Let's get on with the show. Leandra McNair. <laughs> Hello, Leandra. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Hanging in there. Hanging in there as all of us are, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. So welcome back to the show. Last time we had you on here, uh, how long ago has it been now? A couple of months. Oh my gosh, I think it was like a year. It feels oh, like maybe a, year. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit less than a year. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's always, you know, we've, we're friends on In, in life, in yeah. real life, and, and online, uh -huh. and um, and it's you know it's always a pleasure to have you back on the show. Um, we wanted to yeah. have you on here this time because we wanted to talk about your artistry, which is writing. I know that you have a not only are you a great singer, but you also uh, write your own songs. Um, uh -huh. We wanted to pick your brain, give us the rundown, give us the process, the, A's, the yeah. A to Z on writing lyrics. What's your process? What can you share with us? So. I approach songwriting a lot of different ways, like, I've tried so many different things, and I think that's a really good thing for songwriters. You always want to keep it fresh, and like, I feel like it can hinder artists a lot to stay in the same routine, and then when that doesn't work, they're like, okay, well, fuck this, I can't, I'm not a good songwriter. Right. Like, I don't, I try not to take the same approach for every song, so I can just like run through some different ways that I get started. Good. So, for example, um, I'll find, I'll like be listening to a song that I like, usually when I'm driving or commuting or something, and it'll inspire a melody in me. And like, if I'm driving, it's easy for me to just record a voice memo or something. And I'll just sing on my voice memo on my phone for like 10, 15 minutes. And Sometimes by the end of that, I'll have a good hook or something like that. I'm a very hooky writer, so mm -hmm. I usually start from the middle of the song and then work my way out. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't really know if that's like the the right or wrong way to do it, but that's how I approach songwriting. Okay. Um, so let's say, yeah, I record a voice memo, and I, out of that 20 minutes, I find like a good like two minutes. Uh, melody line or lyric or something like that. So, so then, uh, uh, let, me, let, yeah. me pause, let me pause right there. So, <laughs> so you said you record a voice memo. 
Um, mm-hmm. So when I hear songwriting as an outsider, I imagine I have a I have a a, a pencil and a pad <laughs> and I'm writing literally and a notebook. And a well, notebook. Mm-hmm. so what's your tools? So you just said yeah. So I get to that. So first I find the melody that I want or like some lyric line, whatever. Sometimes it comes at the same time. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say if I just have the melody line, I'll get my pad and pe- and paper. I mean my pad and pencil or pen. And I start writing about like different words, adjectives, verbs, whatever, that the melody like invokes. Like, is this a sad melody? Is this happy? How does this make me feel? I really try to like tap into that okay. and try to like understand it or like interpret the notes yeah. Yeah. like that. So I'll write a list of words. This is like. <laughs> I'm giving you guys like the breakdown of really what I do. This That's is, what like, we're here for. Yeah. That's what we're, hey, listen, <laughs> yeah. we're all quarantined right now, so we're good. <laughs> we got time. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't even like, I've never really talked about this, so it's like interesting to even say out loud, but yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do. Um, I'll write down a list of words that the melody like feels like to me. Okay. Then from there, I'll create a, a line like, like I said, I start with the hook, so I definitely find the hook first. And then from there, it depends. I can keep going in that same direction. Like sometimes I'll write the the verses and the bridge the same way I started the song, just come up with melodies and then do the same process again. Okay, because once I find the what the topic of the song is or the words that represent the melody, mm-hmm. I can have an idea what this song is about so it's easier for me to do the other part gotcha yeah so sometimes i'll just finish out the the melody without any chords or anything without a beat with nothing and then after that i'll take it to my producer or i'll create a demo on logic or something like that or even like i think i talked about this in the last podcast but i pick up the ukulele or sit at the piano and try to figure out um to, how to make sense of it from right. there. Mm-hmm. This is a dumb question, but <laughs> it's a technical tool question. Would you rather type it out or would you rather write it out? Does that do anything for you? Ooh, like definitely you? write it. <laughs> by, hand, by hand. By hand. Yeah, by hand. Yeah, I'm really like old school with that. I don't like typing my lyrics at all. Like yeah. even in my phone, if I have to, like let's say I'm, I'm at the fucking like doctor's office or I'm like getting my car washed and I come up with like some <laughs> <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. Like I don't want to pull out a pen and paper. And yeah. usually I have a songwriting book that I don't usually walk around with. Right. Because it's like, that's my Bible, you know, it's I got to keep it yeah. safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes like, of course, I'll type it in my phone. But when I get home, I'm writing it in the book. That's how I know that it's official and real. Got you. Yeah. That, you know? That's something actually that now that I'm starting like to write songs and to write ideas uh-huh. down. I feel like when I write it with my hand and pen and paper, it feels like more real than just yes. typing it on yeah, on the computer or the phone. I don't know. It's like a different feeling. Sometimes it won't even make sense and that doesn't matter. <laughs> songwriters, all songwriters out there, if the lyrics don't make sense, fucking like push through, it doesn't matter. You're going to go back and edit the song a million times later anyway, so just right. get the idea out there. Right. But like, an example, um, so I wrote this song, I recorded it as a voice memo. I did the same process that I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. like last year, and the song isn't out yet, but it's kind of like, I think the voice memo kind of went like, uh, 
beginning mm -hmm. i wasn't exactly sure what i was going to say but by the end i was like i'm thinking of you got it so yeah. that it. kind of helped me form the rest of it like i try to keep all of my phones that i had like when i get a new one i keep all my phones just for the voice memos <laughs> because you never know yeah. you could go back and like a song that i started writing in 2017 could be on my old phone and it could actually be really good But you have to kind of get back to that space wherever you were when you wrote it. <laughs> There, there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's a vault somewhere of unreleased <laughs> voice memos, Leandra's unreleased there, voice memos. Yes, there definitely <laughs> is, and I'm holding on to it <laughs> um, for now. So you got your voice memos, you got your notepad, your writing, your diligent. At what point does, the, does your inspiration crash into structure? Because structure is important too, and sometimes that can deflate inspiration. It is. It's very important. So once I have the, the general idea of the song, I start to think about arrangements and form. So there's really no rules when it comes to arrangements. I believe that you can do whatever you want. You could have a song that's all chorus. You can have a song that has two verses first, then a chorus. You can have a bridge. You can have a pre-chorus, outro. There's so many different things that you can do. So like, I try to structure the song before I get like really invested in anything. Yeah. So that will be, I'm still like the same with my notepad, writing it down, literally like verse one, pre-chorus, blah, 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 outro like this. And if I don't have any melody ideas for it or something like that, I'll kind of, um, I'll try to write chords. If you're not um, music theory savvy, right. you can mm -hmm. just write like emotions. You can write like, Uh, sad chords, like for example, major chords are happy chords, very basic, and then minor chords are sad chords. So you can like um, write that out literally in your notebook. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. What comes first, or do they? Is are you constantly watching both, keeping an eye on both music st structure as it's developing and lyric structure, or do you feel lyrics come first, music comes after? I know there's no real answer, but like for mm. you. For me personally, I do the the melody first, okay. and then I do the lyrics after. Yeah, okay. I've been trying to um, mix both. Like I don't want to be one way or the other. Like I said, I don't want to get stuck in one pattern of songwriting because then it becomes really monotonous. And like personally, what's easier for me and what I always kind of gravitate to is doing the melody first, finding the chords. Okay. Then I go to the lyrics. Do you leave Do you leave yourself an escape plan? A way of going back without feeling hurt? <laughs> Guilty. I mean, yeah, it's like I try my best not to get frustrated at that point. My favorite songs, when I start writing them, that it's like instant gratification. I'm on a roll. I feel this creative energy just flowing, flowing, flowing. Then you get to a point that you're stuck. So I try to like step back for a second, just listen to the whole thing really subjectively not like um not like it's me right try to listen to it like it's a song that someone else is writing um and then maybe try to get back into it if not something that i do a lot and this is like a really big tip um i step away from the song completely for either the rest of the day the next two days whatever and i do other things that are creative 
So that could be like painting, that could be drawing, anything, anything that's creative to get your mind off of the thing that you're working on. Starting another song, you know, just, or not even like starting another song, but learning chords on the piano, trying to produce a little bit. Just try to like keep the creative juices flowing, but don't feel like don't feel like you're at the end of your rope because you can't right. <laughs> figure out the rest of the song that you started, you know? And then sometimes when I do that, I'll feel like refreshed because it's like you're you're bringing your confidence back up right. when you do something else that's fulfilling and you enjoy it and you're creating something so that when you go back to writing that song, you're like, okay, I got this, you know? Let me ask you this. What... I don't know if that's crazy, but that's what I do. No, no, no. That, that's totally sane. That's yeah. actually, uh, it makes us feel more sane. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Once I feel like the lyrics are done, they're pretty much set for me, like the main chunk of it. There'll probably be like a word here or there that I change in the recording just because that's what comes out. It yeah. flows better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I'm done writing the lyrics, I'm done. Like, I don't go back. Okay. I try to like have a detachment from that. You know, like that part of it is done. Now we need to move on to other things because there's so much else that goes into songs. Like I'm really heavy into um, harmonies and background vocals right. and all that stuff. It's like, it's basically like vocal production, which is so much fun. And I kind of like, <laughs> I don't want to say I rush through the, the songwriting part of it, but I like I think, to get I through it. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> no, 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 not even. Getting the idea out there and just like being confident in that and then putting it down and living with that. Like, it's fine. It's great. You know, I used to, when I first started songwriting, I used to get really frustrated with myself. Like, this has to be the greatest song that I ever wrote. And this has to be the one, the one. This is going to be the one, you know? Yeah. But that's like, that's such bullshit. We can't do that to ourselves. You can't put that kind of pressure on yourself. When I'm done writing the lyrics, I'm completely done with it, give or take. And then you're just focused on recording, recording, recording. Well, after I finish the lyrics and the melody, like I said, I'll go in to Logic. I'll try to create a demo or something or pick up one of my instruments and um, make a make like a chord chart or a progression for it. Have, have you ever written lyrics started with done this whole process and then realized towards the end that you need to just change the, the melody like lyrics stay the oh, same yeah. but now you're reinterpreting it a whole different way like does that happen to you definitely yeah absolutely uh, is that scary for you or is that like a normal part of the process i think that's a really normal part of it okay like this whole process i feel like you have to be very flexible and fluid of course there are some things when you're writing a song like this has to be in it because this was my original idea and this is really Mm-hmm. important for me is part of strong for me but like for the most part I try to be pretty flexible so like if I find a chord progression that I like and it doesn't exactly fit with the melody I originally wrote I'll like change it a little bit no big deal gotcha. yeah and then eventually you sing it enough and you play it for yourself enough that you forget about the original idea because this is like the song now I feel like my song fantasy was tricky to write <laughs> really Yes. It sounds so much fun. I can't, right. I can't, it sounds like a fun song. I can't imagine it being tricky. Right. It was because, I mean, that song I wrote with a different process. So that song, my producer, Jay Cash, shout out to him. He's an amazing producer and rapper. 
he sent me that beat like two years ago. No, maybe it's three at this point, but he sent me the song three years ago. And I think the first time I heard it, I heard the chorus immediately. Mm -hmm. And I wrote the chorus. How does the chorus go? So it's like, Will you be my fantasy, baby? Mm -hmm. The very that yeah. yeah 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 i heard that and i wrote that immediately fast forward two and a half three years later that melody was still so strong for me but i'm like okay but what else yeah <laughs> so it's the same thing <laughs> it's the same thing that we were talking about before it's like mm -hmm. when you write something and then you try to revisit it you're like why like what else do i do now so like you, this part is done how'd you but break through? how'd you break through so I listened to a lot of tracks that were inspiring me to do this type of style. I like to think of that song like a freestyle type of song, mm -hmm. 80s, 70s, yeah. vibe. Yeah. So I listened to a lot of Evelyn Champagne King, a lot of like, yeah, just all that good barbecue music, you know, like the black barbecue music. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. who's a, who are songwriters that that you can suggest for people out there to kind of check up on and, and look into who are your favorites? Yeah, I mean, Stevie Wonder is really like my number one. Okay. I don't feel like it's cliche to say that. <laughs> um, he is one of the greatest singers, right, in general. But as a songwriter, his songs are so complex. Like, and I'm not even talking about the lyrics and stuff like that, but like, chord structures and different things like that, progressions, it's so crazy. It's right. like, it's another level, genius level of musicianship. It's crazy. Then when you get into the lyrics, they're really emotional. Yeah. And not always sad emotions, like really happy emotions, infectious. Right. So he is definitely my, my top person, my favorite songwriter of all time. I know I really love Burt Bacharach's song. Okay. So that's a bit, that's older, that's from like the 50s and 60s, but he wrote a lot of Motown stuff, like okay. uh, Dionne Warwick, Walk On By, yeah. um, so many songs, so many amazing songs. Oh, oh, I just thought of a female songwriter that I love, Carol King, amazing. Carol King, okay. Carol what, King, yeah, again, what do you, what do you another like old school writer. Um, her songs are really genuine. You feel like... She's singing directly to you, and I love that. There's like a really personal touch about her songwriting. Even if someone else is singing her song, it still like shines through. So I really like that. And then my other one is much older, George Gershwin. So this is like jazz, like way, way back one, you know? His songs are amazing. And I don't even really know what to say about him. He's just great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think you've just yeah. raised the bar here. <laughs> raised the level of uh, music uh, taste here. <laughs> I know. I have a lot of old school um, inspirations and like that's people that I love. So. Listen, Leander, that's, that's good. I, I, uh, if somebody would ask me about my inspirations in, in visual art, I'm yeah. sure I will take you back a couple of centuries <laughs> and then you'll be like, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, that's, that's totally cool. Um, so, Leander, with this last little bit, um, what are you doing nowadays? Uh, what is a songwriter doing these days? Have you been sitting down and writing? Have you been 
I know you've been doing some cover stuff, but like, what about your own yeah. original stuff? Yeah, so I've been working a lot these past few months, like before the whole corona thing. I've just been locking myself in the studio and trying to create as much music as I can to maybe release an EP, maybe do a few more singles, we'll see. But right now I'm just creating. I'm in creation mode, so Great. I'll have some songs coming in the next few months, definitely. Do you think that these these times might influence um, some storytelling in songs? Mm -hmm. As far as like the whole music industry is locked down. Yeah, actually, yesterday is lockdown mm -hmm. going to be a theme. Yeah, <laughs> is that going to be a theme? No, actually, yeah, yesterday, I mean, yesterday um, I heard a, a singer songwriter. She's from Puerto Rico. She was doing a live stream mm -hmm. and she performed a song she wrote like three days ago. And it had to uh -huh. do with the theme of staying home, but staying with the person you love and kind of like a more romantic yeah. way, but kind of like the world is going to the end. It doesn't matter because I'm with you. Wow. And as long as you were together yeah. and we're home, I have everything I need. Um, so mm -hmm. that is it's already inspiring different themes. What, what, yeah. do you, what do you think, Leandra? I think definitely I agree with Carla. I actually started writing a song about this whole thing, like, But I didn't want to mention it because it's not really... It's in the early phases. I, that's, yeah. what, like, that's what this is about. This is about those early <laughs> you know? stages. Yeah, this conversation But, is about yeah, the early stages. <laughs> like I said, yeah, it's in the voice memo phase. Like, okay. I just wrote it in the notebook. So it's very early. Cool. But um, it's basically about not feeling alone. So, like, even if you don't have a partner or if you don't have family with you, those are the people that I'm really thinking about. Like, what about yeah. the people who don't... They don't have a loved one. They don't even have parents or siblings to be with them right now. Yeah. Like, how sad is that? Yeah. So, I just wanted to write a song to everybody, but also, like, mention those people that you're not alone. And luckily, we have the internet. We can connect. This is the time to connect with people and just, like, reach out. Right, so, so, that's what my thoughts are about. That's yeah. cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I was, I, was thinking, I was thinking it has to start to happen because... Yeah. Uh, out of this, out of this whole situation, you're gonna, you're gonna find. There's gonna be so many stories. You're gonna find yeah. love stories. You're gonna find mm -hmm. um, quirky rom-coms that are come out of, gonna come out of this. Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna find uh, definitely science fiction. A, a, ba but, yeah. a baby boom. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, exactly. I was thinking about that. I was like, I feel like there's gonna be a big baby boom because yeah. of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? People are locked in their houses for like months like there's no way <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah um all right leandra thank you so much for sharing i hope i hope that yeah. uh all your inspirations you know that we didn't give you a little speed bump i hope if anything we're encouraging <laughs> it um uh because uh you know this is the time to do it and if you're inspired i hope you lock that in the bottle and mm -hmm. use it and uh, in the months to come in the year to come Definitely. Um, yeah, thank you so much. I'm so happy to do it. So nice to talk to you guys. Cool. All right, that's part one. Very nice, Leandra. All right. <laughs> Culture Talk. Yes, Culture Talk. So we have this Culture Talk conversation with Leandra. Yeah. And we are talking about what, Carla? So we're going to be talking about balancing how to post cover songs 
and original songs because we see this as a trend for upcoming artists and musicians posting cover songs so they can get a larger following but we have shows on YouTube by Triple J, like a version, for example, uh, where known artists go and they do a cover song um, of other known artists. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like a mashup. It's very clickbait if you see yeah. an artist that you're familiar with or you see an artist that you might not know, but they're singing a song that you're familiar with. That cross uh, genre thing, that, that works. Yeah. You know, It's like uh, Alicia Keys with Billie Eilish. Uh, mm. When she, Alicia did a cover of Billie Eilish's song, I think Everything I Wanted. So, and then they, there was a special show with Alicia. She was the moderator and then Billie Eilish was the um, visitor on the show and they ended up singing together. So it's kind of like a way of uh, merging the audiences and the public and they end up being fan of each other. That's right? cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get on. Yes. Um, so Hi. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to just put out content as much as you can, as much music as you can get out there and get people to pay attention to you, honestly. Um, I like doing cover songs because I feel like people get captivated when they hear songs that they know, yeah. and especially in a different style or, let's say... Like, I don't look like I would be singing this song and I don't sound like the original artist, so that makes people interested. Right. Yeah. And then they'll they'll start to listen to other songs and they'll say, oh, wow, she has her own music. Let me check it out. Right. And then you can have a fan just like that. Mm-hmm. So whenever I do cover songs, that's what I'm hoping for. I hope for that kind of snowball effect like that. Right. Yeah. Do you ever, ha- do, you ever do cover songs that you're not in love with? Or or is it totally motivated? Like, if you're doing a cover song, it's it's a song that you really have a passion for. So I have done cover songs that I'm not in love with, and I don't recommend it personally. I like to just do songs that I like, even if it's random. Yeah. Like I just uploaded a video of me doing a Disney song from Moana. That's something that that's not really my niche at all. But mm-hmm. since I'm singing, I don't really think it matters because that's that's what I do. I'm a singer. I'm a songwriter. So I'm happy with that, and I feel good about it, even though it's something like in a different genre, different style. Right. How, how does that yeah. translate into your live shows, the balance between covers and originals? Yeah, it's all really different. I'm trying to figure out a way to connect them all, but I feel like the biggest thing is time management. <laughs> That's like mm-hmm. a key for me, because doing covers can take all day. It's like... People don't realize that a two-minute video can literally take six hours from learning the song, putting your own style onto it, recording, which takes... For me, recording videos can take like three hours by itself. Because I'm doing back-to-back takes, back-to-back takes, and I'm a perfectionist, so it has to be really good. Right. Um, So, like, time management, trying to, like, be happy with this take right here. Okay, this is good. Let's move on. We got to go on to the next part so that you can just keep pushing through so you can get it out there. And yeah, that's like the biggest thing for me. How do you go about um, getting the instrumental? I mean, is that an obstacle? Sometimes if I can't find an instrumental, I'll try and create my own. I'll produce my own beat. I did that with a Kendrick Lamar song. And that one came out really nice. 
Yeah, I did that with um, LLVE, that one by him. And then I did it with Make Me Feel by Janelle Monet because mm-hmm. they didn't have um, instrumentals for that. Another way of doing it, if you don't play an instrument, of course, if you play an instrument and you feel comfortable with that, do that. That's mm-hmm. really good. But if you don't, you can um, use like your loop station if you have one. So basically recording harmonies and then building a track like that. That's mm-hmm. another way I've done it. And I think that's a good way to like a song that you don't really like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> creating <laughs> creating your own arrangement of it that mm-hmm. maybe will fit more in your style and your vibe. Right. And then doing a cover of it, that's a really good way to get around that. But if you really hate the song, just don't do it at all. It's not, <laughs> nah. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the pain. Um, or the memories, I guess. Yeah, the memories. Exactly. The memories that you did it. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of memories, so speaking of memories, what's? do you remember what's the first cover song that you ever posted? Uh, is it on your YouTube channel? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so the first YouTube video that I ever posted I think it might have been my first video let alone my first cover but it was Until You Come Back to Me by Aretha Franklin and it's not on my current YouTube channel but I think if you search my name you'll be able to find it (laughs) it's really cute I was small I was like in high school like a freshman in high school and it was right after I learned the song in school and I wanted to do a little YouTube cover, so it's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is so old. The video quality is, like, really crappy. Oh, um, yeah. I remember being really nervous. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I was so scared. Because, what? I don't know, this is 10 years ago, more than 15 yeah. years ago or something. Yeah, so, yeah. so like, the really... 2010. Are you really looking at it? I'm looking at it yeah. right now as we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you can look it up. It doesn't matter. I see it's your whole. I see your I whole. I see your whole bedroom. I see all the yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's um, nice. So, so this video. Um, I mean, I'm assuming this video did not take you three hours or six hours to produce. Oh no, no. Back then, it was just like. I sing it quick, throw it up on there. Like, I wasn't even thinking about anything that I do now, like the production of it and mm. all the stuff that I do now. Did you rehearse it back then a lot? Um, or did you just go for it? Uh, I probably rehearsed it, knowing me, yeah. 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 I probably practiced it a few times, but not extensively. <laughs> so so uh, let me ask you this, now that we're on this topic, I just thought, <laughs> how, do you, how do you become, how do you develop from uh, that kind of video to now the piece that you are now, the, the six hour, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I gotta be perfect kind of video uh, uploader. Like, how does that evolve? What, what, do you remember at what point did you say, I gotta raise the level on this cover songs, I gotta make it a little more, I gotta do a little more to the video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just seeing what other people are doing and like the quality of the production, the sound, everything, I was like, oh, I gotta do better. Like, I want to sound as good and look as good as these videos because that's what catches people's eyes. Like, of course, some really shitty quality videos that people record on their phone, they go viral. It happens. Right. But that's not really my aesthetic. I'd rather be 
I'd rather have it be really high quality. So I think seeing other people's videos on YouTube and Instagram, Facebook, mm -hmm. that made me want to step my game up. You should do a YouTube video kind of like rewatching that and then doing your new version of it. Wow. Oh my God, that's yeah. a good idea, doing a reaction to my yeah. old video. To your oh, that's very first fire. YouTube yeah. video. <laughs> oh my God, I should totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let, let's talk about now. Now let's talk about the, the latest and greatest. What is your, you, these days that you've been uh, kind of locked down, uh, <laughs> like the rest of us, mm -hmm. you've been uploading some new ones. So what are you doing now? What, what are the latest ones that you've done? Yeah, so... On my Instagram the other day, I did a poll asking people what songs they wanted me to cover this week because everybody's home. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of people are watching Netflix, but that gets really boring after a few hours. So <laughs> um, I started off with, wait, let me see really quick. Okay, so the first video I did a few days ago was Comfortable by Her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that song. That song is like completely in my vibe. It's just like, I love it. So, so much. So I did that one. Then I did I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston, which is another one of my favorites, a classic. Yeah, very nice. I did Needy by Ariana Grande. And then, like I said, I just uploaded um, How Far I'll Go from Moana. Mm. So, yeah. What what goes into, give me, for example, the, the song, the video for Comfortable Her. What goes into those videos that we don't see what is what's behind the scenes in the preparation of this that we don't see is it the rehearsals is it the lighting is it the make sure everything's correct make sure my phone is off make sure everybody leaves me the hell alone like, <laughs> what what goes into yeah that? yeah all of that really <laughs> like getting the the setup setting up my camera setting up my ring light um the microphone since these are cover videos i set up my microphone um get the the track into logic so that i can record it hmm. so i like how i do it is i record the vocal live and the video at the same time Got you. so then i just like put it together into the video so it sounds good um so getting all that set up of course like getting dressed and doing my makeup hair make sure you look good all that stuff but when i'm doing the videos there's a lot of takes i would say i do the song maybe 15 times or something like that wow wow like see that. that's what yeah. we, don't, we don't see that we don't yeah. see it i mean we see it in the finished product obviously the quality but we, mm -hmm. we would never know that we would never imagine that yeah wow yeah no it's not a quick thing i mean Sometimes I will do quick off-the-cuff covers, but I'll just post that on my Instagram. Right. I would never post that on my YouTube channel, not really. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, so, yeah, you've developed a taste. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a this is your own this is your own cr inner critic yeah. creating this this, mm -hmm. this style that you're like, no, it's a certain standard. I have to raise mm -hmm. the bar to the standard, and you know when, right. when you got it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Exactly. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I think these are great, actually, Leandra. I, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of your channel. I hope you know that. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I know. Thank you. I see the like, I know. <laughs> no, because I see you guys showing love. I appreciate it so much. Um, so, no, so much. But I'm a big fan of your channel. Um, I love your vlogs. I love your actual music videos, the deep, the deep dive deep one and, and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I love all that stuff. But these cover things, I feel like these cover videos just flow. Yeah, it's natural. Nice. It feels mm -hmm. so natural. It, 
it, I mean, if I hadn't seen that original one that you just told us about 10 years ago, I would have assumed that you had something in the archive like that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But that that answers the question for me as your fan. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wow, you've been doing this for a long for, time. Exactly. No exactly. wonder this yeah. flows and you have this standard yeah. for your cover videos. Like, it makes total sense. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, I feel like the most important thing is consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's, if I can be completely honest and candid, that's where I feel like I get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Like, like we were talking about before, how do I balance writing songs and doing cover videos and all that stuff? Sometimes I'll be working on an album or a song for months and then I feel, I notice like, oh my gosh, I haven't posted a YouTube cover. I haven't posted on my YouTube channel in months. Right. Yeah. So it's really, really hard to balance everything. But giving yourself a schedule for the week and like checklists are key that's like the best way to do it yeah do you Mm -hmm. do you ever feel and this might be a dumb question but like do you ever feel like like you're taking away from time that you could be spending on the other one or one way or the other i have yeah i've definitely felt like that and it's a really weird feeling but i just keep reminding myself that it all goes hand in hand it's all a part of the same thing i'm trying to make people aware of me trying to get people to see me hear me all of that stuff so i just try to like tell myself that reassure myself that it's all for the same purpose it's okay Mm -hmm. but yeah like doing all these covers right now i'm like oh but i need to release a song and of course as artists we're never happy with what we're doing we hate ourselves and that's so (laughs) it's so sad (laughs) but you gotta like you gotta push through it you gotta do something like at least I'm not just sitting at home not doing anything. No, absolutely, absolutely. Kind of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, mm-hmm. and, and I think I think another thing here is uh, the modern musician, let's say, or, or singer. You know, you're a content creator mm-hmm. nowadays. You're not mm-hmm. just a singer. You have to be a content mm-hmm. creator. Yeah. Content creators cannot just rely on original songs. Yeah. They can't just rely on vlogs. They mm-hmm. can't just. Re- you know, it's not no. just one or the other. You got to do them all. They have to fit your brand. Exactly. Also. You know, they have to fit yeah. within your wheelhouse. And I, I think you're finding it. I think I think your channel is really successful in that way. Um, you even have reaction videos. Um, I do. So can I just tell you guys a really funny story about one of my reaction videos? Go for it. So I did a reaction to Demi Lovato's song, Sober. I don't know if you guys know it. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard it. Uh-huh. You heard it? Yeah. It came out, like, before she relapsed again, like, two yeah. years ago. Yeah. And I had done, I think, a few reaction videos before that. I was kind of getting into it because I wanted to find another aspect for me to make videos rather than just cover videos. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to kind of get a sense for my personality and stuff like that on camera. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll try out reaction videos. So I do this reaction to her song. And it wasn't even the, it was the lyric video. It wasn't even the full music video. But I'm talking about it, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. This video has gotten, like, hundreds of comments. It has 23,000 views. Wow. And it is my my top viewed video on my YouTube channel. And I don't understand why. <laughs> right. It's insane. Debido a fan 
going hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's got like an army of people. Yeah. And I don't know if my <laughs> video maybe got um, maybe it got added to someone's playlist, right. and then yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people started watching it. But yeah. it was like. It was so random for me. And then I feel like once that happened, once I started getting a lot of views for that, I kind of, I regret this now, but I pulled back from my channel because I was mm-hmm. like, wait, I don't want to be doing reaction videos. I want to uh-huh. be doing like singing videos. Yeah. People are just watching, they're watching my channel for reaction videos. Like yeah. that's not right. I thought about starting a new channel with just singing, like, there's just like YouTube is a crazy world. Yeah, it it's is. It's like I have no idea. The, I'm trying to understand it. Yeah, the thing is also about timing because if you posted this when the song just came out and everybody else is doing reactions and let's say your reaction, I, I saw actually I saw that video and your reaction uh. is very compelling and it's kind of like being understanding on her process. So everybody that is her fan but is also looking for that type of reaction is kind right. of like yeah going through the video and seeing like oh my god yeah i feel the same so they kind of right. um, see themselves with your reaction yeah Which, definitely but it's it is tricky um how to you know keep your brand going when you also have to create other type of content besides mm-hmm. what you do <laughs> well that i think that's a that's a perfect maybe we shouldn't have maybe this segment shouldn't have been cover songs versus original it should have been reaction videos reaction videos <laughs> versus original songs versus, yeah. versus music i know versus music. Music. Oh, versus music right yeah. reaction videos yeah, versus, versus music. music correct yeah. exactly because you want to you want to get people to see you you want to like get viewers subscribers all that good stuff but really at the end of the day i want them to love me for my music and yeah. listen to my music stream it yeah, all of that stuff you know what um, we have actually been watching a lot of kind of reaction channels and most mm-hmm. of them they do the reaction videos because they have original music and they kind mm-hmm. of like play into that too like saying to people watch my reaction video but we also have our YouTube channel that is for our original music and right. we have our playlist yeah. and everything yeah SoundCloud check us out on SoundCloud but on, it's still yeah, tricky because they get all the followers and subscribers to their reaction channel um, right but yeah I guess it's a strategy right now I don't know how how well it's working but right. yeah well I mean I think um, so you guys don't feel like it's something completely different um, uh, I think honestly, for me, I think if you're a, if you're a content creator, mm-hmm. uh, this is your YouTube channel is your is your PR, it's your public mm-hmm. relations, it's your publicity, it's mm-hmm. your you know what I mean. Like everything goes. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think it it um it takes away from it, especially if it works or you have an angle. That's I think to me that I think that all fits right in. Right. Um, right. The important thing Because at the is, end of the day, I'm talking about music. It's all exactly. in the same yeah. theme. And, and people go people go to famous, famous celebrities, musicians, and go, yeah. hey, what do you think of that? What do you think of this? They yeah. ask one it's artist, true. what do you think about another artist? Right. And the important thing is for mm-hmm. you to, like, and for us as artists, to keep reassuring what do we do and to keep saying, okay, yeah, I did this, but remember, this is what I actually do. Right. That's a good you know? point. Right. Yeah. Re- restating Definitely. constantly your, your mission on your... Yeah on your channel yeah i mean look yeah um, it it does i definitely understand what that feels like i in my channel you know my my youtube channel if i post any video of me doing a quote-unquote black book Mm -hmm. which is basically just a graffiti sketchbook 
it gets mm-hmm. a ton more views than any other thing that I do. Mm-hmm. And do I want to sit there and just do black book videos? No, I don't. But, you know, and I get constantly comments, constantly over the years, constant. It keeps happening every day. You know, there'll be somebody sending a message saying like, yo, I loved your black book videos. You should do more. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I mm-hmm. get it. I get that those, that there's a, that's a trend and there's a thing there. Um, but I don't, I don't feel the passion to just sit there and just do black book videos all day. Yeah. Um, if reaction videos are a, a niche and it gets some people to come to your channel, that's not a bad thing. If you're only catering to that, yeah, I could see where you could get lost in that. But I don't think, mm-hmm. you, should, I don't think you should pull away from that, Leandra, honestly. Yeah. I think you should embrace okay. it. Yeah, totally. Oh, thank you, guys. You're actually really helping me right now because it's something <laughs> I struggle with. And like a lot of people that I know in my personal life, they're not into youtube creation at all mm-hmm. they're more on instagram twitter which mm-hmm. i really don't even do twitter yeah. but um you know so it's something that's it's weird because like i said i want people to to notice me that mm-hmm. sounds weird to say but i want people no, let's say, I want people to <laughs> i'm an artist yeah right <laughs> i need it that's yeah, how i yeah. like live yeah. yeah but i want people to engage with me but for the right reasons correct right Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what it is nowadays, man. <laughs> and it's gonna—it's yeah. only gonna get worse now that we're all locked down. And now we're gonna be competing with all the other people uh, that normally would be I out know. and touring. They're gonna be content creating. And yeah, they're already like all these live videos. Yeah. Oh my like, god, it's driving yeah. me crazy. Every time I go on my Instagram, like after 6 p.m., it's like 10 people on live right now. Yes. I'm like, yeah. oh, yes. it's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's oh so God. much. Yep. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Right, but I well, think the most important thing is just to, to put put whatever you have out there for artists yeah. in general. Just keep creating. Keep creating. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Leandro. This was a great conversation. Yeah.